I'm Carly McGuire, and this is Not What I Planned. If you're married or even just engaged, you probably remember what it was like in those days and weeks right after you got engaged. Everyone is congratulating you. They want to see the ring, know the story. They ask questions about when you think you'll have the wedding, where, all that stuff you, you don't even know yet at that point but are happy to be asked. It's a great time. Your friends and family want to celebrate you. Maybe you'll go to dinner, maybe you'll go over to a barbecue that's actually a surprise engagement party. Thank you to my friends who did that. No matter what, it's supposed to be a fun time. But what if you get engaged, I don't know, say three weeks before a pandemic shuts the world down and you don't see your friends and family for 10 weeks? That's what happened to Sarah and Zeke. We were at the farmer's market. We were, it was just like a nice Sunday. We we're walking around. Um, I started sort of just talking like, oh, you know, well, when are we, when are we going to get married? Like, when do I get to marry you? And um, he just kind of looked at me and was like, well, you know, we could get married tomorrow. And it was re really sweet. And um, we went home and we're sitting on the couch and uh, he sort of surprised me with, with the ring and got down on one knee and asked me to marry him. And it was, it was, I kind of feel like it was a very Jim and Pam proposal, uh, very sweet and a little um, off the cuff. Sarah's fiance, Zeke, is on the call with me too. So I asked him, what made you want to propose that day? Yeah, and it just kind of felt right. Her, her best friend just got married earlier this year. And so there's kind of this whole thing of like not wanting to plan it while she was doing like maid of honor stuff and just not wanting to kind of it's also we you know we already live together and we know we want to be together so there wasn't like a gun to our head on having to do it so yeah. we just did it when we wanted to we got engaged on february 23rd i don't really remember thinking that this was going to be a factor in it it's like in the moment of it, of actually doing the, doing the thing, I wasn't thinking like, oh, better do this right now before the pestilence, <laughs> yeah. you know, descends on us. Yeah, what a difference a few weeks makes. Because right after the engagement, Sarah is starting to think about what she wants for the wedding. There was a level to which like we got engaged very shortly after my best friend's wedding. So then it was like, okay, well, like, you've been planning somebody else's wedding for six months. Um, hold your horses, <laughs> you know, like we, we don't, we're, you know, we've got time. We've got all this time. You don't need to, we don't need to jump on her right now. And, um, but, you know, she, she did start helping me plan, like start getting an idea of things pretty early on. Um, cause she was very excited to, to plan somebody else's wedding. She was like, I, it was so stressful doing it for myself, but, um, she was really happy to start helping me. And so it, we started wanting to do it, um, uh, it, like in a small cafe and in the park near where we live, where we, where our first date was. Uh, and then it started to kind of grow a little bit that I think a lot of brides can relate to of like, you start putting the guest list together, you start looking at, you know, space and, and time and coordination, whatever. And so it started to grow bigger and then I'm looking at more formal venues and then, um, this back and forth is something I can empathize with. And I'm sure a lot of brides can too. 
I think I looked online at venues in four different states. I had no clear vision of what I wanted, where I wanted it to be, and you do not realize how many people you actually want at your wedding until you put pen to paper and see the guest list grow out of control. It's a lot. And this was the stuff Sarah thought was going to be the most challenging when planning her wedding. Um, I think one thing we were thinking about a lot was just uh, a lot of people having to travel to us. So it was thinking about where we would get married. Um, we're both from the South, but from different states. Um, all of our families are down there. Um, and so it was a level of which, do we get married here and have everybody travel or do we get married somewhere else? Uh, and what, what the financials looked like of either option. Um, we really wanna get married here because this is where we met, this is where our life is. But all the back and forth and stress is really for nothing at this point because Sarah and Zeke can't even pick a date because all of a sudden, everything in the Bay Area is closed. Then it was just this huge whiplash of, okay, I don't even know if we're when we're gonna get married, if we'll still be here, if we're have, we'll have jobs, if we have the money for this, if we have, you know, I had a little bit of savings and then um, already, and then this started happening. I'm like, okay, well now that, you know, <laughs> that savings have to go somewhere else, so. So as a couple, they're actually back to the original plan of a small wedding and reception at the cafe. But like I said, because of coronavirus, they don't have a date. They are hoping to get married in 2021, but they can't put down deposits, meet with vendors, anything. Yeah, I think I think especially at the beginning of this, um, I was really, uh, I was I was a little despondent. Maybe um, it was it was just very disappointing to you know one I'd I'd gone through planning somebody else's wedding, which I so enjoyed being part of that process. I was very like gung ho about it. Um, but then, you know, of course, you're when you're doing that, you're wanting to plan your own thing and planning your own wedding and, and when I, you're, you know, you want to get ready for that, too. And so then we get engaged and then almost immediately, like I, I just barely got into it. And then suddenly I'm I'm left with where are we going to be? What what is what does life look like for us, for everybody else, for the world? Um and so it was really disappointing because it was not how I intended or anticipated spending our engagement. Zeke is a lot more laid back. He is definitely disappointed, but a little more it is what it is about the wedding and the delay. Sarah is feeling a little cheated out of the process, and I don't blame her. Like, it's it's hard to be in this situation of like, okay... I, we didn't even get to have that excitement yet. We didn't get to have that planning or, or any of the normalcy about it because it's going to, this coronavirus situation, the anxiety, disappointment, you know, scare, you know, about it is going to hang over our whole engagement and our whole wedding. You know, it's, um, it's not ever going to be removed from this. She's right. Every decision for at least the rest of 2020 and possibly 2021 if there's another spike will be guided by coronavirus. Sarah and Zeke are both trying to recapture some of that joy that's been lost because of the lockdown, 
and Sarah says she's focusing on the very few things she can control while the rest of planning is on pause. They're hammering out the guest list, only 30 people, and Sarah is looking for accessories for the dress she bought online before the pandemic hit. But even that is a bittersweet task. As Sarah says, she had originally planned to go formal dress shopping with family. And even when she can, she knows the experience will be different. I had been intending to travel back home to do it with my family, but I wish I had just kind of gone ahead and done it with a couple of my girlfriends here. Um, Because now I've seen dress shops and stuff talking about how you're going to have to wear a mask when you're trying on dresses. And, and, you know, some places are saying you have to try on the dresses and clip yourself into them. You can't have champagne. Um, And all of those things are completely reasonable. I respect all of it. I think it's very important for these businesses to continue to operate and for people to be able to have access to those experiences. Uh, It's just, it's not the experience I imagined. Uh, And so it's, I feel less inclined to go. I also did find a dress online uh, on sale that I that I bought. So, um, so yeah. But I wish I, you know, was had done that. Um, yeah. But, Just because oh, well. it's reasonable doesn't mean it doesn't suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sarah completely acknowledges the pain all brides in all stages of planning are going through. It can't be easy to have to reschedule everything, possibly lose deposits. Sarah is aware of that. She just wants to make sure that the newly engaged couples know that their sadness isn't any less just because they didn't have a date set. But yeah, I do, like, I feel a certain sensitivity for people in our boat that just got engaged. And, you know, I think, like, I'm being told a lot, like, well, at least you didn't have the wedding plan. And it's like, yes, like, completely. And um, I feel so, so much for the brides who have to postpone and... um whose day has been interrupted. Um, But, like, just a little, you know, a little shout-out to people who feel cheated out of their engagement and out of this opportunity as well. Like, And if she's learned anything from this nightmare, it's that all plans are on the table, and she and Zeke are going to be prepared. I'm definitely making plan B and C and D of all the different (laughs) uh, possibilities now, which maybe I would have only had a plan B before... Thank you to Sarah and Zeke for chatting with me. No word on if they've set a date for 2021. I'm Carly McGuire, and this is Not What I Planned. Talk to you later.